Welcome to the Everybody Hates Church podcast. At the intersection of church and culture is all of us. With endless posts, opinions, and information, this podcast is the safe space to decode it all while exploring why everybody hates church. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everybody Hates Church. If you've been hanging out with us for this long, then I hope that we've added some value to some barbershop conversations about church. I am so glad that you have tuned in. I'm Dr. Bobby Manning. So excited about this conversation that we're going to have today with a brother of mine I've known for almost 20 years, and I am so grateful for his ministry and and the pioneer that he is in so many different places, y'all. Y'all know who it is. I'm here with my guy, Deuce, a.k.a. William Branch, a.k.a. you may know him as the ambassador from the cross movement, my brother. Great to see you, man. Thank you for being a part Thank you for having of me. Everybody Hates Church. Shout out to our, uh, to our sponsors, Life and Legacy Counselors, for making sure that we could have you here. Um, uh, Mr. Branch, William Branch, yes. a.k.a. the ambassador. In my opinion, it's not just my opinion, he is the pioneer, the godfather mm-hmm. of Christian hip-hop uh, through the cross movement and what yeah. you did, but also solo yeah. albums, etc. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then also today... Not only is he a hip-hopper, but he's also a seminary professor. He's the assistant professor of preaching at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. And so he is uh, on the streets, on the mic, and in the classroom. Um, And and there's nobody that I know that can speak to this idea that we're going to talk about today. Today's episode is Hip-Hop Hates Church. And so we're going to talk about it, but we we got something to do. You've never been here before, so i got to orient you. Normally, uh, my producer, Dion, is here uh, for this segment of the podcast called Jesus Hates Your Tweets. We're talking cliches real quick. And so here's what I need you to do. I need you to tell me, we're going to have this conversation, is this a sound word or does it sound good? Are you ready? Mm, All right. Let's go. Let's go. All right. right, Here it is. You're never more safe than when you're in the will of God. Never more safe? Never more safe. Or the safest place in the world is in the will Mm, of God. Wow. Now, you know what? It really, I I err on the side of it sounds good. Okay. (laughs) Right? Okay. So my instinct is that's a sound word. Yeah. But... My actually, my boss, my seminary professor, uh-huh. one time said, "You know, I no longer say the safest places in the will of God because mm-hmm. sometimes he says I switch to the best places in the will of God, yeah. but not the safest place. Right. It was the, because of the will of God the Lord Jesus wound up on the cross. He wouldn't say that that's, <laughs> that's safe, not safe, right? Right. All the martyrs maybe saved John, right? Uh, died. I mean, the apostles died as martyrs. Yeah. So the will of God had." A lack of safety the way we sure. count safety. Sure. Uh, so sure. in one sense, I know what people mean. Mm-hmm. It's a sound word. But mm-hmm. I think on its face, it's really more, it sounds good. Man, and I can imagine that there are so many times in my life where I felt like I was doing what God said, going down the path that God had sent me, yep. walking in his call and walking in obedience and came up with scars, right? Right, just, right, right. Just absolute scars. Yeah. It's, it's the uh, it's the Psalm 23. It's mm. yea, though I walk through the valley of the yes. shadow of death. That's not a safe place. Right, exactly. I, I, and, and the line before is, no, he's leading me. Like, I'm, I'm following him. Absolutely. And as I'm following him, I'm walking through the valley of the shadow 
shadow of death. Yes. The promise is not that I won't go through that valley. Right. The promise is I don't have to fear evil. The promise is I'm not alone. He's right, with, me. with me. The the promise is I don't have to be afraid. Right. His rod and his staff comfort, comfort. me. It's right. it, so many of us. I think we want God thinking that we, He will preserve us from situations where we'll need to be protected, right. where we'll need to be comforted, where we'll need to have His presence, right? right? But no, right. I, I find out who God really is. Mm. <laughs> Acts chapter 9, uh -huh. um, the man who facilitated Paul, who was called Saul at the mm -hmm. time, uh, he, the Lord said to him, go get my servant Saul. Yeah. I must tell him how much he must suffer for mm. me. Yeah, like so God just gave him a heads up. Your yeah. life is going to be filled with suffering. Absolutely. Yet the suffering is producing a weight of glory. So absolutely. you're absolutely right. Absolutely. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it's safe, quote yeah. unquote, uh, but in the will of God is where you want to be. Absolutely. Hey, it's where you, wanna, it's the, it's where you want to be. Say, it's the best place right. to it's be. The best place? Not always the safest Not, place to no, be. No. I'm thinking even Romans 8. When we read Romans 8, we, you know, we like verse 1, there's now therefore no condemnation. Right, right, right. And then we skip to like 28, like right. all things work together Yo, for good. Absolutely. Nothing will separate me. But right in between there is, no, the, those of us who are children of God must suffer Absolutely. with him. That the Absolutely. suffering um, is, is, is purging. The right. suffering is strengthening. Right. Um, but there, there is no, there's no um, uh, separation between the will of God and difficulty. difficulty. Between the will of God there and suffering. And so if you're looking for safety in a sense of safety from difficulty... You're not gonna find that in the oh, will of God. There it is. Oh man. Oh man. Yes, All right. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for rocking with me. Jesus hates your tweets. Yes. Rock with it. Y'all. Y'all let us know what you think in the comment section. If you. Yes. Uh, if, if what you think about right. that idea, where you've heard it from. I heard it in a, in a song, in, in, in a gospel song. Mm. And, and and look, sometimes sometimes the worst theology is in the best <laughs> is in the right, best right, music. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Hey, everybody. I'm here at Life and Legacy Counselors with my estate attorney, Miss Amy Griffin. Amy, could you tell us why it's so important for us to think generationally about our wealth? Yes, it's about strategically planning. As the word says, that we are supposed to plan for our children's children. Mm -hmm. So as we are able to build, we're able to create greatness and opportunity for our children and our community to grow. Amy is my estate attorney. She has helped me and my family think generationally about not just how much money we make now, but how we make sure that we protect our money and pass our money on to generations. Amy, how can we get in contact with you? Easily go to our website at yourestateplanningattorney.com or call us at 855-574-8481. Thank you so much for being a part of the Everybody Hates Church podcast family. And you reach out to Amy today. Which is a perfect segue to our conversation um, about hip hop and how uh, in the um tumultuous relationship between hip-hop and the church and I I remember so uh, so we met for those of you who are wondering how does how does Pastor Bobby know the ambassador or vice versa mm -hmm. um, we met on the campus of Dallas Seminary yeah when I arrived on campus, you were almost done, mm -hmm. uh, and you were working on your master's thesis, mm -hmm. which if you know Christian hip-hop, if anybody knows Christian hip-hop, of course, that birthed uh, mm -hmm. a solo album that you brought out yeah, called yeah. The Thesis. The thesis. Um, go on iTunes and listen to The Thesis. <laughs> yes. It's incredible. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and you, it was it was fun to watch you really digging in yeah. in the library, facts, facts. just really getting it in on facts. this thesis, mm-hmm. and and for me to be able to kind of pick your brain, like what mm-hmm. what are you thinking about? Mm-hmm. And you were tracing the roots of hip hop. Yeah. And you and you made this argument that I thought was so strong, mm-hmm. um, especially during that time where there were a lot of opponents of hip hop in the church, um, and that uh, that I had never heard. And you presented hip hop as a mission field. Excellent. And I had never Excellent. thought about it like that before. Mm-hmm. You know, because we we were you know I'm fresh first year seminary. You take that missions 101 class, right? right, right so I'm right, fresh right, out of right, missions class right. where they're teaching us, hey, when you when you are a missionary to a culture, you learn the culture, you adapt yourself to the culture, you honor the culture, Excellent. you um, you understand the redeemable parts of the culture, and then you identify also the the unredeemable parts of the culture, and then you bring the gospel to it. Excellent. That that makes so much sense to me mm. if I'm a missionary to Zambia. Right. You argue, and I want you to talk about this, yeah, you yeah, argue yeah. that there are missionaries, there's necessary missionaries mm-hmm. to hip-hop. Absolutely. And you broke down the, mm-hmm. the elements of what right. hip-hop is, not, not mm-hmm. necessarily as music, right. but as a culture. Right. Talk hey, about it. man. You are killing it. I'm like, I'm you, just saying what, what you, you say. I know, but I forgot it was said. You make it sound better. Uh, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so hip hop, of course, most people know it as music, a yeah. genre. Right. Uh, but we know that hip hop came on the scene and the it galvanized a lot of platforms, a lot of artistic expressions. Mm-hmm. You know, you got rappers, you got big dancers, people mm-hmm. who, who dance. You have the turntablers, yeah, people who do more than just put the needle on the record, but right. they do tricks with it. And mm-hmm. the graffiti artists. Mm-hmm. So you have all of these little platforms and together they formed a togetherness out of which emerged a culture, a right. way of doing things, products that bear the, that bear the mark of our togetherness. Mm-hmm. And so hip hop produced a culture, which then produced and marked a people, mm-hmm. a people who were all kind of defined by their affinity for that culture. Mm-hmm. Once you had that people, they invaded cities. They were from cities and they even moved out the suburbs. So mm-hmm. you have hip hop type people, hip hop influenced people everywhere, but through the pipeline of rap music and through the pipeline of some of the arts, uh, you didn't have the gospel message coming yeah. down those pipelines. Uh-huh. So we thought that there could be someone who knew the gospel well, those who embodied the gospel well, to go to those people as though they were missionaries. Mm-hmm. To be a missionary in my mind sort of would just mean that you bear the cost of making sure that they get the gospel. Yeah. Because you could approach hip-hop as just an artist, mm-hmm. just commercially. It's mm-hmm. a means of making money. That's one way. Mm-hmm. Legitimate way, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But there's another way, a missionary. A missionary doesn't say, well, how much can they afford me? And they better right. put me up in a nice place. Missionaries look at a place and say, I will bear the cost. Yeah, I will I raise will funds. I will yeah. sacrifice to make sure you get the gospel. So that's sort of like the, you know, the paradox of how mm-hmm. we approach mis- you know, missions toward the hip-hop context. Mm-hmm. And so... That's what it was all about, and sure enough, we've seen that happen. We've seen Absolutely. people come to know about the Lord Jesus. We can always do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's ebbs and flows. Yeah. You even get into mission drift. Right. You get in there, you get on the mission field, and then you forget what you're there for. Yeah. Uh, but that was the goal, and uh, yeah, man, still committed to it. And, and the reality is, uh, it, it's, the, it's the common song. It's I Used to Love Her. It's, it's, right. it's hip-hop 
shifts over time. It, 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 it um, adapts to the right. the the place where it is a lot right. of times. And you look up and you don't recognize it because it's Facts. different. Christian hip hop has done that over the Indeed. years as well. I've, I've heard you talk about that. Just Indeed. you know, just it it shifts and it changes, right. it, it, and as yeah. cultures do, right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. as that's happened, mm-hmm. and and you were in, I, I believe, just kind of on a lot of the ground floors of yeah. this. Talk yep. about how the, the problem a lot of times with missionaries is, you know, you want the sending agent to be the church. You want missionaries to be right. connected right. to right. the local church, right. supported by the local church, right. prayed for by the local church, sent by the local right. church. When they come off the field for, re- for replenishment, to be received by the local church. Amen. That's not how hip hop, the Christian versions mm-hmm. of hip hop were received right. in, in its genesis. And, right. I'm, and I'm thinking right. I'm thinking back when I'm, you know, right. I'm thinking early 90s. If, if, right. if you're talking about right. hip-hop hitting its, you know, its, right. hitting its stride in the late 80s, right. Christian hip-hop on the heels of that in right. the early 90s. Right. I'm thinking even yes. before Cross Movement, I'm thinking mm-hmm. Lil Rascal yep. and um, the original Gospel Gangsters, yep. those cats. Yep. And then, of course, you guys, the mm-hmm. Cross Movement coming up in the early 90s. Late, late, mid to late. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, what are your, what is your, what was your thoughts, even as you wanted to give this tool to the church, yeah, as a benefit, but mm-hmm. but church still trying to figure it out, yeah, still trying to figure out what they, what we think about you well, as hip hoppers. This is what I would say: hip hop, in its raw essence, became marked more by vice than virtue. Mm. Its origin really had a respectable origin. Uh, The story is told that hip-hop actually was birthed as an alternative to gang violence. Mm. That gang violence uh, was taking place, especially in Harlem, New York. Mm -hmm. You know, Cool Herc uh, was a leader in a gang called the Black Spades. Mm -hmm. And he said, instead of you know, fighting with our weapons, mm-hmm. let's use our artistic expressions mm. in a combative type form. Uh-huh. And uh, so that's why battle. rap, that's what battle yeah. rap and, yeah. you know, whose name, where can you put your name, mm-hmm. uh, tag yourself, put mm-hmm. your, you know, on what, on a train, on a wall, on a, uh, with the graffiti, the mm-hmm. battle, you know, again, step dance it up. Battles. You know, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. you know, dance battles. Uh-huh. Fat stuff. boys in it. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, um, and so hip hop has a noble beginning, sure. but it was also in the hands of people who socioculturally were very repressed, depressed, sure. and uh, so it was in the ghetto. Yeah. And in the ghetto was all that was in the ghetto, uh, and that includes people whose lives and hearts were unredeemed and mm-hmm. unsanctified. And so the vice uh, again began to plague mm-hmm. hip hop. And before you know it, by the time Christian hip hop is coming. You have to tell people, I'm a rapper, but for the Lord. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that. It's not what you're Mm -hmm. thinking. Um, And so you're right. So the church is all they know is the commercial understanding of rap. Rap as it the the headlines talk about rap. Absolutely. And and that was basically a, again, a, 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 a... a music and a culture that was fighting the power Absolutely. or pushing back against the mainstream Absolutely. because the mainstream did not embrace them mm-hmm. nor resource them mm-hmm. nor so that's what people knew so when those of us that were kind of sucked into it or led by it got this idea to be missionaries to it and for it and from it uh, the church 
was who was supposed to be the sending and the partnering and the right. praying and the resourcing said no mm -hmm. that's worldly mm -hmm. or no that's off limits mm -hmm. so we had to begin to help people to understand and so you can either get mad and well forget you you don't want right. me i don't want you either right. or you know as paul told timothy he said don't let them despise your youth uh, but set an example for the believers. Right. And so right. for us, it was about being exemplary as men and women of God mm. on the missional tip mm -hmm. uh, as a way to counter the church's uh, suspicion. Yeah. And before you know it, they were like, you get out of here with that Jesus centricity. Wait, I, like <laughs> it. I don't usually like it, but I like that. Right. And before you know right. it, one thing led to another where people yeah. started embracing it. Man, I think it's so it's generational. So I, uh, in my book, Gentigration, I, I first, first of all, I reference you in the book in, in, in Cross Movement in, in the book um, because we got to understand that a lot of it. We, you know, it's understanding, it's understanding of missiology, and thank you for, for contributing that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also understanding of generational leanings and bends and right. how we're, how we're uh, wired generationally. The reality is, Excellent. for the baby boomer generation, right. there's a clear distinction. They needed a clear distinction. What's the world and what's the church? And, and never the twain should meet, right? Mm. What Generation X represents for us mm -hmm. is Generation X mastered the crossover. Mm. So there's still a line, but Generation X gave us, thank you, mm -hmm. gave us Christian versions mm -hmm. of all the things that we saw in the world that we like. And so, word, and so whether it's, whether it's Christian uh, sports leagues or right. um, here, here in the DMV, it was Christian go-go's popping mm -hmm. up. You know, right, go-go right. music is, is, is right. core to Absolutely. the culture here in D.C. And so there'll be Christian go-go's popping up. And then, of course, Christian hip-hop. It's, it's hip-hop, but it's a Christian version of it. Right. And for Generation X, that made perfect right. sense Facts. for baby Facts. boomers Right. It, it was it was the world. They, they, right. Is that is that the world? It's worldly, and and for them, hip hop was one thing. Mm -hmm. You put it in a box, you market hip hop, right. and it's clearly right. on the line, on the side of the line that we call worldly. Excellent. And so Excellent. it was so hard. It took it took a long time Excellent. for baby boomers who were wired to think, but you know, linearly here. That hey, this is this is okay. Talk talk you to me just about it, about man. the the Gosh. elders that just they, they didn't get it because right. for them hip hop was the world. So in terms of the church, it depends on what kind of church a person goes to, sure. but um, especially those who are under a certain kind of gospel centered theology. Mm -hmm. uh, part of the gospel centered culture was a piety movement, mm -hmm. like looking at, like you said, staying away from the world and being about righteousness sure. um, as understood usually very reductionistically. Righteousness is don't drink, don't smoke, don't this, don't that, mm -hmm. right? And so uh, hip hop could have all of that and even could glorify some of it, mm -hmm. you know? And so, uh, yeah, the elders did not get it because they did not want to learn it and work through. Yeah. It was real, like you said, it was real cut and dry yeah. at that time. It would be, world, it would be work church. to sift through it, right? Work to yeah. sift through it. And we tried to help them. And uh, that's that, that to the next thing because the elders, there was a disconnect that that hip-hop culture did introduce a sociocultural disconnect. Mm -hmm. So you have black baby boomers and black Gen Xers Black Gen Xers were the first generation to come of age during post-segregation. Sure. 
So that's the difference. Well, one mm -hmm. of the differences. Whereas the former generation was thinking about marching towards civil rights mm -hmm. and then taking advantage of the door that's now open, mm -hmm. the Gen Xers, to use you know that framework, uh, was like, hey, we don't, we can't, we can't relate to the struggle for rights. Right. We're walking in them. Yeah. And yeah. in that, so you got now we're twiddling our thumbs. Like, what do we do with this freedom? Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. sure, depending on your social location. You're also burdened by the repercussions of white flight and some sure. of these things, because as you know, civil rights and voting rights has come. Now, blacks and whites on a social level are, you know, wrestling through what it yeah. means to live with this post-segregation mm -hmm. reality. So mm -hmm. it left a lot of ghettos bankrupt. Mm -hmm. And once you're in the ghetto, and since hip hop was the native tongue of the ghetto, again, you have the generation that's saying. We don't want to fight, just learn how to work in this world and rise mm -hmm. in this world, so leave that alone. Yeah. And so we ended up learning how to embrace it because for us it was native. It right. was the native tongue. Right. It was indigenous. And uh, again, I personally, as a pioneer, saw God granted to me. Because I was ready to just throw on the suit, tie, and go to church. Yeah. You know, I yeah. was ready to do that. I'm trying to God, imagine you in the suit. The <laughs> you know, every now and then, you know, I can sometimes <laughs> put on the suit, get it tapered up. But, uh, but what happened was I started sharing Christ in my regular clothes. Yeah. And uh, the gospel was lighting people up. Mm. I said, wow. The gospel is having effect even though I look like this. Hmm. Maybe if I stay like this, hmm. I'll have gospel conversations that I wouldn't have if I dressed up. That's real. So, and I don't, I don't think we should, no one's opposed to dressing up too. Right. Hip hop eventually matured right. and said, Absolutely. oh, put, like, let's change clothes. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Jay Z, one hand, he's got us on, you know, baggy Mitchell and Ness, right. and, you know, tank tops uh -huh. and jerseys. Uh -huh. I had a song, All I See Are Jerseys and Fitted. Yeah. How come I don't see mercy with it? Uh -huh. Right. Uh -huh. And, uh, but then he said, hey, don't, don't be too, don't be too stuck right. to realize you may want to go on a board right. meeting. When you go into right. a board meeting, throw on a suit. And of course, now that now, same dude. Yeah, everybody and, and everybody shifts. The pipe, you know, if, if Jay Z is a pie piper, we, you know, right. he sets the absolutely he, in so many ways throughout throughout hip hop history. And I think it speaks to his influence on hip hop. Whoever he is on your goat list Facts. is if is Jay Z can with one song or with one lyric change how we right. <laughs> look yeah. at stuff. Just the, the, it's the power of hip hop. Where in one minute we're all riding out to to T Pain. On the on the auto tune, right, right, he right, drops right, death right, of right. auto tune, and now nobody wants to hear any auto tune, and it's like it, by it, the it, songs in, I'll probably start another trend. Right, That's what yeah, he said. It, yeah, and, and it just and he it just did. he knows yeah. that that he is he it, it just again speaks to the power of hip hop. It speaks to right. the power of those who wield it. Right, and it speaks to the opportunity. Right, that we have as believers right. if we steward it well Facts. so and 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 we've seen and we can call names mm -hmm. of those who have been culture shifters even as christian hip hoppers um and and yeah. so you know for 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 me it was you and cross movement right, etc right, right. for my son it's lecrae yeah. my right. my son Facts. Facts. my son can rap mm -hmm. lecrae more than he know what Facts. i told him to do you know and so <laughs> and so, and so if, if again if steward it well and of course Hip hop, as as we were saying before, it, it shifts and it changes, and we all look at it. So the continuation of the conversation that we were having before, and I, I don't know if I want to delve into this, we might as well, um, is um, is 
when millennials came along, it was a different perspective. Right. So whereas right. baby boomers needed that line right. and it was world right. in, uh, in, in, in the church, the uh, Gen X came and brought right. the crossover or, right. hey, we can sample that and bring it over here and right. redeem it. Right. Millennials came and erased the line. <laughs> <laughs> and and this isn't this isn't just mm -hmm. in Christian hip hop. This is everywhere. Yeah. When millennials yeah. came along, all the Christian go gos went away. All the mm -hmm. Christian clubs went away mm -hmm. because millennials were like, well, why don't millennial Christians right. were right. like, well, why don't I just take my light right. to the dark? And so right. you, and so you get mm -hmm. the the newer versions of Christian hip hop where Christian hip hoppers are like, yeah, but do we have to right. you know say Jesus in right. every line? Right. Do we have to, right. um, does you know, does 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 it have to be what uh, Lantmo used to call it, lyrical right. theology? Right. Does it have right. to be lyrical right. theology? And and so there was even a internal beef right. <laughs> in Christian hip hop. Right. Uh, to, talk to me about about right. that. Your your right. perspective wow. of, of where that was. Man, you're killing and, it, man. Right. Look, let's talk. Let's talk. We might we right. might as well yeah. talk about it, bro. Right. Come on. We here. Yeah. So I would have been the first to say, please trust me, next generation. Yeah. I know what it's like mm -hmm. to have to be, have a continuity with the prior generation mm -hmm. and yet some discontinuity. Yeah. I would have wanted them to believe mm -hmm. that. Um, I'm like, yo, I have the song that talks about what he loved me when he sees my clothes, when he sees my hair. Like, mm -hmm. you're going to be different. I sure. understand that. Sure. Um, but mission is something in particular. Mm -hmm. And that's why the question is, uh, is are you, you used to have a missional impulse. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you get rid of the missional impulse, then do you. Yeah. Um, don't try to act like you're still on mission, mm -hmm. but then throw away the things that mission entails. Mm -hmm. Again, I mm -hmm. think mission is something in particular. And I think the millennials felt kind of trapped. They were like, I want to... I want to I want to drift to something different, mm -hmm. but I don't want you to respond to what I do differently. I want you to respond to my change the way you responded to mm -hmm. the former thing I used to do. Mm -hmm. And I thought mm -hmm. that's where they were being a little unfair, that generation, because I'm like, you're free to change. I'm yeah. free to change the way I respond to it. Right. Yeah. Again, it's 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 yeah. it's. it's, it's it's, uh, it's when a, a restaurant will change something on the menu and they'll say, hey, we're not doing it like that anymore. Ah, uh, mm -hmm. I thought it was that. Yeah. I like, so I want something like, like, you ordered this. Yeah, because I thought it was what it was. Uh -huh. Now that you tell me you changed it, uh -huh. I'm free to change my order now. Gotcha. You can't be mad at me. So uh -huh. I have a, a different view because, I, you know, the millennials tried to tell people there is no change. <laughs> okay. That I was the you. beef originally. We're not changing. This is the same thing. It's just a little different. No, mm -hmm. you've changed it, uh -huh. and you just need to own that. Uh -huh. But what was happening, was, so they started feeling trapped yeah. by the old. Yeah. And some people were like, I want the old. Uh -huh. yeah. Comment section, like you right. talk about, where's the old? Right. I don't, I'm not giving it to you. Okay, well, then I'm moving on. See, mm -hmm. that's what's wrong with y'all. Y'all think we ought to? People are free to change. Yeah. You change. They change, mm -hmm. and what ended up happening was full circle, and 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 that started a clash because, from a father generation, mm -hmm. my, me as a pioneer godfather, some of the investing in people to work out what is it going to mean in your generation mm -hmm. to hold fast what you need to hold fast, mm -hmm. but then let it let it progress and let yeah. it develop. Yeah. I just felt like there wasn't a holding fast, even okay. a holding fast to. 
honoring the old generation. See, the old generation, my, my father's generation didn't want us, but we wanted them. Mm. The millennial generation didn't want us, <laughs> but we wanted them. Uh -huh. So I, I'm in this hinge. Uh -huh. Like, wanted my father's generation, they were like, that's worldly. We don't want that. Mm -hmm. Millennials is like, y'all are old. We don't want you. Mm -hmm. So... Again, it's a little rough, man, yeah. but again, here we are now. Now there's Gen Z, mm -hmm. and so now the millennials are wrestling with yeah. trying to reclaim. Yeah. You, I don't know if you peep yeah. it, but I'm yeah. sure you do because you're up on the post. They, now the millennials mm -hmm. have been trying to reclaim some measure of Christ-centeredness for the Gen Absolutely. Z because the Gen Z did what they did on a thousand. Right. So now they right. started saying, you know what, we're going to go back to what y'all yeah. did. And now everybody is trying to find a better Yeah, it, I, I, feel like, I feel like it's, you know, it was a season. It was a season of breakaway to see, it, it, just on the outside looking in, to see that it's cold out here. Excellent. And, but it, it was a necessary breakaway. It was, it was going off to college. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, getting mm -hmm. out from, from mom and dad's house. Mm -hmm. To see, man, it's it's cold out here. I even I found success, and the success didn't give me what I thought it would. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm and, and 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 now there's a there's a re there's a reconnect and a retouch. And I think honestly, I think we can thank Gen Z for some of that, just mm -hmm. generationally. If right. just stepping outside of the hip hop talk, right, right. what we're finding in Gen Z is Gen Z is one of the most spiritually curious generations Excellent. we've seen Excellent. since baby boomers. Excellent. And part of it, I believe, is because they're, whether their parents are, are, are younger uh, uh, Gen Xers or millennials, mm -hmm. their parents are the parents that say, oh, I'm not going to make you go to church. Mm. And so now they're, the Gen Z is looking around like, I don't have a spiritual foundation. Let me find one. Excellent. And some of them are coming back and to the church. Others are going into new age and doing different things, but you're finding that Gen Z is a is a spiritually curious generation, and I and I think I think we're positioned in the church and in hip hop and in Christian mm -hmm. hip hop to really influence this generation to really be an even better version Excellent. of what we fought over for Excellent. for a while, and so it's it's it's, it's interesting, bro. It's, it's it's super interesting. Let me, if we wasn't already into some some dangerous territory, let me let me <laughs> let me talk about let me talk about hip hop, and for a while, because I, I, I'm I'm assuming and and maybe even hypothesizing that um, because hip hop and Christian hip hop didn't find a home in the church, how did you find hip hop trying to replace? or even become church-like for Christian hip-hoppers who, or, or, or just hip-hoppers who were inclined to, the, inclined to the music. I feel like there was a homelessness that, that Christian hip-hop had, so a feeling like a record label had to become the church. Talk, talk to, me, talk to mm -hmm. me about that. What, mm -hmm. are, what, are, what are your thoughts? You said in hip hop or in Christian hip hop? Really, in Christian hip hop. Mm -hmm. And so, I, I, mm -hmm. even in your experience, mm -hmm. where you know we talk about things like you know accountability, discipleship, church discipline, mm -hmm. how much of that did the did the label feel like they had to do mm -hmm. because there wasn't a home in the church? Excellent, excellent. excellent. So let me 
let me answer that question by just reminding listeners. The Protestant Reformation mm -hmm. was a breaking away from the Catholic Church. The mm -hmm. word Catholic really means universal. Right. Most people, when they think Catholic Church, they think Roman, Roman Catholic. Catholic. Yeah. But the word Catholic means universal. It mm -hmm. was a way to make sure that the church was unified. Mm -hmm. The Protestant Reformation, when it broke free, wanted to unify the church around a sound gospel doctrine. Mm -hmm. But part of that was the inventing of the printing press, which mm -hmm. allowed copies of the Bible to be dispersed sure. rather than you having to come where right. it's like there's one Bible mm -hmm. and we all rally to hear that one Bible. Yeah. That kept the unity. Mm -hmm. And the Protestant church began to help there to be churches that weren't tied to the hierarchy in Rome. Yeah. What that did was the gift and the gift was freedom to gospel purity. Mm -hmm. the, the, the downside of it was it started a individualism that mm. did not exist before. Mm -hmm. And we're still battling with that today. Sure. It's me and God, my personal religion, me and my mm -hmm. Bible under a tree. Mm -hmm. I don't need y'all, which is right. not true, but right. that's the way you're it's able not to biblical. live. It's not biblical. <laughs> right. But, right. Sounds good, not sound word. There right. you go. <laughs> so, but in like manner, mm -hmm. the because of the decentral, like if you, when the church did not resource give home, birth, nurture, the Christian missional hip-hopper. Mm -hmm. People had to learn how to, like, it's me and Jesus mm -hmm. and whosoever will. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't church. It was believers out in the, right. in the out and about. Right. So labels then are like, listen, we're not a church, mm -hmm. but we can still have all the things you normally go to church for. Yeah. Because after all... Yeah. We got the Holy Spirit too. Yeah. And that's a truth. Right. But you still, that doesn't replace church. Absolutely. But they were like, but if the, if the church, I think they eventually, and you know, they say a mist in the pulpit is a, a fog, fog in, in the, the pew. pew. Come on, Howard so, Hendricks. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so after we, I think what happened was one person probably said, let's just be a supplement yeah. for the lack of church. Yeah. A new generation is like, let's just kind of like be your church. Right. Next thing you know, it's like, after all, we are the church. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? And so we, and we don't know I, how far we drifted. Right. We don't know how far we drifted. Yeah. And which is why now, post pandemic, people are trying to figure out church mm -hmm. because they're like, I even see for two years or however many right. years it was, uh, we found another way. Yeah. And so it's the same thing. The labels tried to, I think they drifted to being an alternative mm -hmm. when one time they just were trying to be a supplement. Mm. And before you know it, they started replacing. But a lot of life started impacting. I'm going to say something that Dr. Tony Evans said. He said, people say, you don't have to go to church to be a Christian. And he says, you're absolutely right. Salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. Mm -hmm. He said, but you also don't have to go home to be married. Hmm. He said, but stay away long enough and watch how it adversely affects yeah, your marriage. Relationship. So Absolutely. it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, you don't have to go to church to be saved, but without God's mechanism known as the church, without That's God's so means of grace as the church, watch your spirituality take a hit 
and we saw that, mm -hmm. which is why we're seeing it now. Yeah. Mental depression, mental illness, people feel unstable, mm -hmm. unstable. Mm -hmm. Gen Z, they say are more depressed than anybody, mm -hmm. more talented, more this, more curious, mm -hmm. but also more yeah. depressed. Absolutely. And uh, so more, yeah. more mental more, and, and right. emotional issues. Yes. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And so and so what what's what pops up and has has popped up in in, in your story and I, however much you, of it you want to mm -hmm. tell. But even you know we we've seen recently in a previous episode we talked about something that happened recently with uh with the guy Dante Bowie, mm -hmm. and you know there's the okay we we see that publicly there's a question and then there's a statement we have to distance ourselves from this person. Um, and you know, I'm, I, I'm again, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an observer from afar, right, 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 but right. I'm also saying, man, okay, if, if there isn't restoration here, is there restoration anywhere? And, mm -hmm. and how much responsibility does a music label have uh, to, uh, to be the church for an individual, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the, the scripture teaches, you know, if, if anyone is caught in a trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one with the mm -hmm. spirit of meekness and gentleness. Um, do, we, do we toss that ball back to the church? Did the, did the ministry and the outward facing music replace accountability to, you know, I'm on tour every weekend. How can I be connected to a local church? Right. Am I connected to a local church? And I don't know what that story is right, right, for right. somebody like Dwayne Bowie, right. but, I, but I'm interested in, as a pastor, I'm interested in those who are gifted musicians mm -hmm. who do worship music vocationally mm. and don't have the opportunity to do the same discipline as part of a biblical church community. Right. How do you, let me ask, let me bring this back to you. How do you, even as still an artist, mm -hmm. make sure that the art doesn't replace the community? Man, man. What I can say is, and I'm, I don't do it to the same extent, so it's a little mm -hmm. easier when the opportunities are not coming fast and furious. Uh, but even when I go back to when it was coming fast and furious, we live our theology. Mm -hmm. We live our convictions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a movie back in the days, Chariots of Fire. Mm -hmm. Chariots of Fire is the story of a man who was so committed to the Sabbath that he wouldn't compete on the Sabbath. And mm -hmm. he stuck to his convictions, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, and, you know, the story is told that he was able, through his convictions, to run. And, and um, he... He, and he won. So the idea here is what are you willing to sacrifice mm. to maintain that which is most important, oh, you know? Man. And uh, so I think that we have to, we have to sacrifice. That's and that's what you got to be, you have to care. You have yeah. to have a strong ecclesiology. Yeah. So I spent a lot of my time on the evangelist tip. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was less of an emphasis on the local church expression more of a let's go and leave the church and wave the aroma. Mm -hmm. But in get, going out, I started running across people who were like, like, man, how did you become like you? Like, mm -hmm. did you become like you because you just were running into spiritual stuff on the fly? And I had to say, no, the church, yeah. the church being grounded and rooted and poured into and immersed in the ch local church faithfulness mm -hmm. produced me. Mm -hmm. 
maybe we need to start thinking about how <laughs> you're going to be produced. Because yes. right now, we help you by waving the aroma mm -hmm. evangelistically. But mm -hmm. what ecclesially, what, right. what, you know, from a church standpoint. Right. So I joined the, you know, the chorus of people who said, let's join churches, strengthen churches, if need be, plant churches mm -hmm. that will take people from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. Mm. So, so for me, it's, it's the way that art doesn't replace it is your theology of I'm missional. Mm -hmm. Again, the art will replace it. Mm -hmm. If you say I'm an artist, okay, right. let me give you another one. Mm -hmm. Language. Yeah. I think the language shifted. Mm. So back in the days, you would say stuff like, yeah, man, because we're going to do this ministry. Mm -hmm. Ministry makes you think something, mm -hmm. right? Again, we started using the word missionally. Yeah, mm -hmm. man, because I'm doing rap missionally. Mm -hmm. Language makes you think something. One day, people no longer wanted to be constrained by the, 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 the profile of or the portrait of mission, mission. Yeah. or ministry. Ministry sure. sounded too religious. Sure. So they wanted to go to a word equally true, but the connotation is different, artistry. Mm -hmm. We used to say industry versus ministry. Mm -hmm. And that's because those two do have different bottom lines. Absolutely. And artistry is basically the art is the center. Okay. Mission or industry says the mission is mm -hmm. central. Mm -hmm. Ministry says ministry is the, 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 the product. Mm -hmm. When people went to artistry, I think what they did subconsciously, maybe unbeknownst to them, was they re they centered the art right. as the center, okay. which again, it's not a sin. Mm -hmm. It's just different, different than when the mission, because we, you know, we just yeah. talked about the safest place yeah. Yeah. versus the best place. Yeah. If you want safety, you may not want to go to the mission field. Mm -hmm. If you want the best place, God, you want me to go to the mission field? Okay. Again, yeah. so it's that it's that tension. So the tension is artistry. I'm an artist. I live by art rules. Mm -hmm. And art rules are different than mission, mission rules. rules because the mission rules have been given to us. You don't yeah. come up with them. Yeah. You have to submit to them. Artistry, you just you use you, you. So let me push back a little bit. Dude. So I'm, 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 I want to I see busy. what you think about this. Because I watched the 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 lyrical theology era of mm -hmm. Christian hip hop mm -hmm. become a crutch, right? I I, and I, I watched, I, I watched it fall, I and I watched so many people I fall. I understand. And the reason I think was the lyric, the the the, the lyricism was so bibliocentric, which mm -hmm. I mean I'm not decrying that, right? But it was so strong that the consumer. Started to say stuff like, "Man, I'm learning more from listening to Lamp Mode right. than I am at church on right. Sunday." Right, and it became a replacement. Okay, I got you. And got so you. now, right. so now, when when mm -hmm. I'll keep it, I'll keep it generationally. Yeah. When millennials get a hold of it and say, "You know what? It doesn't have to be this," then the whole thing crumbles on itself. Not necessarily because it's their fault, these darn millennials. Maybe it's all of our fault for thinking that the music could replace the church. It's what, we're, it's what I find myself saying as a pastor post-pandemic, that content consumption is not a replacement for Christian community. Mm. Excellent. 
And uh, I, uh, what, what I remember uh, as, as somebody mm -hmm. who was fully mm -hmm. engaged right. in, in Christian hip hop, yeah. I, I got to tell you the story yeah. of my first day on, on, the, on the campus of Dallas Seminary. I was okay. fully in on Christian hip hop. Mm -hmm. um, I saw people mm -hmm. pull from the church mm -hmm. because we, we saw less value in my pastor's Sunday sermon mm -hmm. because I, I ate off of. It's something I said in a sermon a few weeks ago. I said, um, I said, look, when, at my grandmother's house, there's a, um, there, growing up, there was a, a bowl in the middle of the table mm -hmm. with wax fruit in it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and just because it was in the middle of the table where we would normally eat food, and just because it looked like food, doesn't mean it was food to be consumed. Mm -hmm. It was to be observed. Mm -hmm. So many of us treat music like it's food to be consumed mm -hmm. rather than art to be observed. Mm -hmm. And I think whether it's whatever kind of hip hop it is, we got to be careful when we start consuming it as food mm -hmm. and using it to replace what really should be our, our nourishment. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm worried mm -hmm. cross-generationally about a, um, an art form that replaces the church, and we mm -hmm. and we again we saw it we saw it crumble, mm -hmm. we we saw it completely crumble, mm -hmm. and and then when it crumbled, everybody I'm I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching you, I'm watching I'm 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 at Legacy like oh mm -hmm. shoot right, because mm -hmm. uh, I'm mm -hmm. there, there's what's happening on stage and then there's what's happening in the hallway, mm -hmm. and I saw everybody pointing fingers, mm -hmm. probably some some of it rightfully so. Mm -hmm. And yet, at the same time, I'm wondering: is it is it anybody's fault, or is it that we expected too much of the music? Excellent, excellent. I think that's a great uh, analysis. Uh, I would say that whatever is the answer to that question, there's a more fundamental problem of why that question led to an implosion. Yeah. Rather than just a calibration. Mm -hmm. um, and that is multiple things happened. Mm -hmm. The replacement that should never have happened. Mm -hmm. At the same time, the again, everything, technology, mm -hmm. media, all of these things started speeding everything up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now it would be like a conveyor belt and you're like, mm -hmm. You know, right. like, wait, 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 like now, because so when the conveyor belt was moving at a pace I could handle, I could even see, oh, we about to switch up. Hey, we give it to do bigger things. Come yeah. on, put that on the side. All right. And you, but if it's coming at a pace where you can, eventually you start dropping packages. Sure. And before you know it, you're like, stop it, stop it. We're messing up. Yeah. And what happened was um, we started speeding up and we weren't able to adjust to sure. shifts. We weren't able to say what you said mm -hmm. and say, oh, pause, pause, stop it. Mm -hmm. We have to shift. Yeah. I see a replacement and it's not supposed to be. Yeah. But people did, had no incentive to stop because right. they were like, the getting was good. The getting was Keep good. going. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, you're right. But I think we were supposed to stay together long enough, stay committed to the mission, okay. which if it would have been central, to pause mission drift mm -hmm. or shifts mm -hmm. or work through mm -hmm. some of the things so that we could yeah. learn. Hold on. Lyrical theology, boom. Hold on. Gospel Senate, boom. Hold on. Some people want some different things. We were supposed to, to like meet 
and work through issues. Yeah. But instead, what we did was everybody just said, skip the unification. I'm just going to do just my thing. Just do my thing. Yeah. And now we've got a world of my things. Right. But the, 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 the common, like the thread that kept us all together uh, faded. And so, so, so what I would mm -hmm. say to that, and I agree, is it's probably more less than anybody's fault. It's probably as much the 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 missing necessary component right. in the whole process, Absolutely. which is the church. Absolutely, because somebody probably needed somebody to say, and it wasn't y'all's job, I don't think, to say it. But somebody needed somebody to say, "Yo, Shylin is not your pastor. Right. right, ambassador is not your right. pastor." So that when I'll, I'll throw a Lecrae or a right. KB, you mm -hmm. just so that when Lecrae comes and says, "Hey, y'all, I'm not your pastor." Right. Nobody has a meltdown and says, right. wait a minute, but they were. Right. But you've been my. You, you were supposed right. to be. Right. Like, nah, to be no, right. nobody was right. ever supposed to be. Right. And, and, and so the, 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 the necessary fusion of the art or the mission of, mm -hmm. and the missionary right. with the local church, I think, was so important that, and, and, and it's something that we, I think we missed maybe during that time. Yeah. My prayer is that there's today a reconnection right. and a reemergence right. now that they're right. now that they're that the that many of the pastors are now gen xers and 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 up, up and coming millennials Thanks. now there's no longer the oh that's the world now it's an, a reception a an acceptance and a a mobilizing hopefully right. of the art right. and so that the art can be the mission right. uh, and, and, and that the artists can be missionaries right. and, and, and in partnership with churches we can say all right this is a tool but that person is, does not deserve a pedestal right. which is the natural occurrence in hip-hop outside of Christ right. is you put the right. person on the pedestal you right. you pedestalize the artist right um, now it's a hopefully a you know what let's not pedestalize the artist let's um, let, let's put them in a place where they can let this light shine and then we can glorify our father who right. is in heaven and Amen. now and, and, and that's a message Amen. Bro, outside of hip hop, yeah. we just need to get to Christians. Period. Right, right. The the that whether it's a a, a, a charismatic preacher or a or an artist or whoever, mm. the goal is for all of us to be pointing to Jesus mm. and leveraging mm. the foundation of what we do, mm. which is the local church. Mm. Unfortunately, we have received the trinkets of the church mm. without loving the foundation of the mm. church. And we need to flip that. Mm. The art is a trinket of the church. Mm. The YouTube sermon is a trinket of the church. Mm. Hopefully we can get to a point, whether you're a hip hopper or not, mm. where we can just get, get us back to a place where we love the yeah. church. Right, right. Because if you to love Christ is to love his bride. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, and um, so absolutely, again, the journey, it's a journey, you know, and our faith, again, over mm -hmm. 2,000 years of ebbs and flows and pivot points and inflection points and shifts and drifts and revivals. Mm -hmm. and so this was no different. Yeah. It was going to have some wobbles. It's going to need to be revived. And uh, 
God is faithful. So to whatever degree it's useful in mm -hmm. the master's hands, mm -hmm. he will prune it that it will bear more fruit. Love it. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You recently, just last year, dropped some new music. <laughs> right, why right, did right, you right. do that? Why do we need right, some new right, heat right, from right, Amber? Right, right. What, what, what well, was the one, it was really just because it still is a, a, a native tongue. Mm -hmm. It's still a way to say things. Mm -hmm. And uh, two, you know what ended up happening? I did a 16 out of the blue, mm -hmm. and more people viewed that than views <laughs> when I wax eloquent for yeah. seven minutes of just, yeah. you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes of opening the Bible and talking. Mm -hmm. I said, man, you know, this, like, this little nugget, yeah. which is not meant to replace the more elaborate right. exposition, this nugget will drop into someone's space sure. quicker and probably more num numerous. Uh, and, um, uh, more numerous, how do I want to put it? More people will tune in, yeah. take, take in that nugget. Absolutely. Uh, and so I said, you know what? It's a, it's a, it's a native tongue. Mm -hmm. I still can do I don't sound like, you sound like you should stop. Like when people hear mm -hmm. me, they don't say like, you sound like that old dude who doesn't want to let it go. <laughs> no, they say, yo, you, yo, you uh -huh. still got it. Uh -huh. da -da -da, right? So it, not that it was my greatest work, but it was, mm -hmm. it still was a like, yeah, you still do it. You still yeah. have it. Yeah. Hip hop, generally speaking, uh -huh. its old elder statesmen are still going. Gotcha. Again, Jay Z is 53, 52, uh -huh. 53. Uh, yeah, 53. Um, you know, and um, we're talking and Nas mm -hmm. knocking on 50's door. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so th that Gen Xer mm -hmm. still raps. Yeah. Again, and so I still had it, and I'm still doing it, and I got much more that I want to put out. No. Because it's just another way. Plus, it was another way to register where I am in this moment. Mm -hmm. So, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted what was in my heart to be heard yeah. through those rhymes. So people say, oh, he's not on what everybody else is on. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to pique their interest. Because I do think it's time to call people toward, uh, just because it's called the invitation. Mm -hmm. like, I hadn't heard anyone inviting anyone in. Everyone's mm -hmm. leaving. Everyone mm -hmm. is changing what they believed. Everyone is leaving where they were. I didn't hear people saying, I'm inviting you into, not into where I am now. I'm inviting you into what made me what I am now. Because yeah. again, people are what they are because they were where they were. Sure. And God used it. Sure. Now again, sometimes God uses it despite, but mm -hmm. I think it's because of, because yeah. of, like you said, because the church made, I have the story of, oh, excuse me, I have the story of, I was grounded in a community of faith. Mm -hmm. And so let's invite people back. So I wanted to look to the world and say, you're invited to come back. Come back to Christ. He's at the head of the table. And mm -hmm. so, uh, um, Good yeah. Stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Well, man, I, I appreciate it. I think it speaks to, the once again, the power of the tool of hip-hop. Um, and whatever whatever tools that God has given you, you're, you're a great example of this, uh, Deuce, that, that God gave you a tool and you used it as a missional leverage to reach people. Mm. Um, and this is what God designed the church for, yeah. for us to find the gifts, for us to find the, the unique Excellent. gifts that he gave to people and Excellent. then teach them how to use those gifts to glorify Absolutely. God, to bring glory to his name and draw people Excellent. to himself. So whatever right. gifts you have, if you're listening, yes. if you're watching, whatever gift you have, you may not be able to rhyme. I, I definitely can't. Uh, but whatever <laughs> gift God gave you, God gave it to you 
to, in order to bring him glory and to draw people to his presence. Um, and I pray that the, that the church, the local church, will be a, uh, will be a great foundation, a launch pad, a, um, a, a helipad for you, that you mm -hmm. can launch your gift into the world mm -hmm. to show forth the glory of Jesus. That's, mm -hmm. that's what you've modeled for us. Thank you for modeling that for us, bro. And yeah. I'm grateful, Ditto. man, for our Ditto. friendship. Thank you for being a part of Everybody Hates Church in this episode. Hey, y'all, if you enjoyed this, make sure that you hit like, comment, share, however you're consuming this. I hope that you'll let us know that you would, uh, that you enjoyed it. If you have feedback, make sure you drop it in the comment section and let somebody know uh, that you enjoy Everybody Hates Church. We'll see you next time. We'll be right back. We got another episode coming. Just, just stay tuned. Make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss any episode, any of the content from Everybody Hates Church. Hit us on Instagram at Everybody Hates Church on TikTok at Everybody Hates Church. Follow us on YouTube. Just, just find us. We here. We out here. Catch us. We look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for being with us.